Welcome back, Breakfasters. This is Surabi. And this is Michaela. And we welcome you guys to, yep, you guessed it, yet another episode of Breakfast Bar. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Actually, prior to the release, we recorded this episode into two segments. The first segment was recorded the day before the election. So we recorded November 2nd. The second one was recorded immediately after the election results were revealed. Want to find out why we did this? Well, you've got to stick around then. So what are we waiting for? Let's dig in. Okay, so welcome to the first segment, everyone. Just to give you all a sense of time and place in case you're the imaginative, picture this type of person. It is now 3.41 p.m. where we are right now and the weather is sunny actually surprisingly because it's been cloudy for the past few days I think. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to the weather. But yeah, right now it's very sunny and it's really, really, really cold outside. I don't know the exact temperature. But inside, like in my house right now, it's so toasty and warm and honestly, I'm enjoying this. Well, my house is never warm. It's actually <laughs> warmer outside than it is inside. In this segment, Serbi and I will be discussing our predictions for the presidential election winner. Now, we don't want to get super political on here, and you guys can kind of assume our reasoning behind that, but I think it's important to mention that we will be mostly sticking to the facts and what we personally see and hear around us. So, Serbi, would you like to start us off today? Sure. So uh, in terms of who I think is going to win, I'm honestly not sure this year because most American states are red or Republican states and the electoral colleges of these states might have to vote for Trump for that reason. But a lot of people do seem to be warming up to the idea of having Biden as our president due to Trump's COVID-19 response or the lack thereof. Michaela, what about you? What do you think? So... I have been seeing that a lot of people are registering to vote, like record-breaking numbers. There are a lot of new voters. So it's going to be really hard to predict this year. And all eyes are on Trump this year because he has had four years to pr prove his case. And everybody's breaking it down, looking at all the facts and the fake news. Um, but there's a lot of stuff to look at for Trump. But then with Joe Biden, it's a lot less. Personally, I do believe that Joe Biden will win because there's a lot less. He does. Both of them are two evils, but there's a lot less time um, where all eyes are on Joe Biden in comparison to Trump, where he's had four years as president. And I also think a lot of minority groups won't be voting Trump this year, especially with like um, people that came from Mexico. His handle with immigration and the issue with ICE wasn't really good. Um, even I know some Trump supporters have admitted that, which I know some people. It's it's politics, but I know that his handle with immigration wasn't the best with families. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of minority groups, I don't believe, will be voting for him. 
there will be outliers. But I think that who wins will be dependent on white American votes because for white American votes, it could really go both ways this year. So I got this from the Washington Post, but in terms of demographics, Democrats are looking more towards POCs, like you said, Michaela. So that's like black people, Asian people, Hispanic people. Those are the three main targets this year for Joe Biden and also working class people. And he's also trying to appeal a lot to the younger generation. And they're harder to contact because they move more frequently. And the 18 to 29 year old group is the least likely to vote, according to Washington Post. Um, I want to go off of it a little bit because I personally know of a lot of people who are trying to get 18 to 29-year-olds to like vote. So basically a lot of high schoolers, a lot of people who just turned 18, I know that they all, like the first thing they did was register to vote. So I feel like the 18 to 29-year-old group is not the least likely to vote. I feel like they're the most likely to vote, but this is um, what the Washington Post is saying, by the way. This is not what I think. But again, I'm keeping politics aside. But this isn't really politics. This is just like what I've observed versus what Washington Post is saying. So this year, there are millions eligible to vote for the first time, obviously. And Biden is trying to secure the votes of the age group, like the 18 to 29-year-old age group through several different ways. There's a social media campaign going on and memes, obviously, who doesn't love those? And a Biden HQ and Animal Crossing, and I don't have Animal Crossing, so I cannot confirm that. Michaela, you have Animal Crossing, right? I have the DS version, so oh. I don't have the newer one. Okay, so have you seen the Biden HQ thing on your version? No, I haven't played it in like months. <laughs> And he's also having conversations and getting popular celebrities such as Cardi B and The Rock to support his campaign. Meanwhile, Republicans are mostly targeting libertarian-leaning students on college campuses. And he's also, like, in terms of, like, demographics, Trump is trying to gain black votes because, like, they also, like, sponsored an NAACP debate, Mm -hmm. which is the National Association of colored people I think the national african-american colored yeah I think I think he has a lot of stats that support like african-american economy yeah um so like I think that's kind of why he's targeting them he's like trying to gain votes kind of gain them back because although he there's a lot of questionable stuff behind his own principles and what he promotes yeah. Um, he has done like good economic stuff for the African American communities. A bunch of people that I have talked to that support Trump or his policies, they say that he has actually helped, you know, black, he has helped like lower black unemployment rates. And I don't know to what extent that is true. I don't even know if that's true because I personally have also- seen. Yeah. But, um, that's what he has done apparently so i feel like there will be some black people who will vote for trump because of that if that is true yeah so i think the african-american votes are going up for like trump um because i know he's also like gotten people out of jail Mm -hmm. like for petty crimes and stuff which has really benefited his case Mm -hmm. 
but I know a lot of people are like it's like you either like him or you strongly oppose him yeah I think I mean other than independence like the other people are just like Mm. I hate Trump or they're like oh my god I love Trump so it's a little on the opposite totally opposite ends of the spectrum it's crazy but it's also like that's what we see the most because those people who feel very strongly feel strong enough to say something about it it's like people aren't going to post on their story like I feel lukewarm about Donald Trump (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And also, he is one of the most polarizing candidates in American presidential history. So I feel like, because he also was like impeached. So I feel like a lot of people are against Trump, but also the number of people that love Trump is kind of equal, which is why I feel like there's, it's an equal shot. Because even like in 2016, Hillary was leading the like individual votes, but Trump won the electoral college votes. That's why he won the presidency. Uh, I do want to address one thing though. Whoever wins, there's going to be a lot of hurt in the streets. And people are going to be really, really upset whether Trump wins or Joe Biden wins. And I think that, like, it is so crazy that we are so emotional for this election. At the end of the day, it's like the most impact is going to happen locally. A federal president, he will make impacts to certain groups that he targets, whoever wins. but. It's like the people in your city are the people that are going to impact your life the most. And so if you're going to be initiating that action and initiating the hate, it's like more people are going to feel like they should come out with the hate. And it's like all you're doing is you're going to make the streets much less. You're going to make the streets a lot more dangerous for people. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. That was such an intellectual insight. Thank you so much, Michaela. That was so You're welcome. I totally agree with you. I feel like people should, like, I don't think, like, keeping your opinions aside, I feel like we all just, like, should get along with each other. So, like, no matter what the presidential election result is, I feel like we need to be kind to one another. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people, if Trump wins, they will, you know, act a certain way. Or if Biden wins, they will act another type of way. So it's all, like... You know, I feel like I'm not really contributing much right now (laughs) to like what you said. It's really easy to get politics in your mind to cloud your judgment of people because it's like, I know a lot of people say like, if you vote for Trump, you're voting for a racist. Or if you vote for Joe Biden, you're voting for a pedophile. But most of it is economy and social type of, but okay, it's only social humanitarian stuff when the government has the power to control that stuff but it's like first of all there's a lot of counter arguments with all of that stuff because there are people that completely believe wholeheartedly that someone is not a racist and there are people that completely wholeheartedly believe he is and then there are people that completely wholeheartedly believe he's a pedophile people on the opposite of the spectrum 
So it's like there are so many facts that you can't get a clear head. At the end of the day, it's their policies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now Trump, a lot of people are saying that Trump is racist. And that's the reason why most of the Hispanic, Asian and black community members are voting for Biden. Mm-hmm. But also Biden used to have openly racist policies back in like oh, the yeah. 90s. No, so, they yeah, so like you said, they both have their flaws and they both have their supposed strengths. So, you know, it just depends. Because I think Trump just, like, his policies benefit the upper class. Yeah, the upper class more. While Biden's policies are more for, like, the lower and middle classes. So middle class is iffy. I know Trump's policies, I don't know what his tax, uh, there's a tax thing where you save money. You don't have to pay as much taxes if you're middle class with Trump. And it's like, so middle class, it's iffy. I feel like they don't really, they like win some, they lose some. Yeah. With both. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, the middle class is easily like, you know, either they're voting for Biden or Trump, but like, I don't think, because, okay, so I just know that if Trump wins, then he won't raise taxes on anybody, right? Is that what the thing is? No, yeah. And if Biden wins, then he's raising taxes for people who earn more than 400,000 a year in a household. Um, So so the thing with Democrats, it's like a lot, they're like putting in a lot lot of new systems in the government. Mm-hmm. So I believe personally that like if there is a Democrat in office, you should like if you vote Democrat, you should expect your taxes to be raised just because of their plans to better the government, mm-hmm. like to implement new stuff. Like yeah. look at school. Like that's a Democratic. Or uh, I don't know words. It's it started from Democratic government. And now we're paying taxes for school. But it's not a lot because more people are paying for it. But it's like taxes just increased in average. Yeah. The thing is that under like Republican, uh, under a Republican government, it's like people, like the common people are paying a lot of taxes. And meanwhile, the rich people, a lot of them are finding loopholes and they are Mm -hmm. not paying their entirety of taxes. Like, it was revealed that Trump only paid $750 or something in taxes. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think Biden is making sure that the rich people are paying their taxes and also like paying. I think it's important. It's important. Yeah. It's important. Like I feel like, cause um, the rich are in general, just notorious for evading taxes. This is not an opinion, by the way. This is an actual fact. It has been corroborated by multiple sources. So the rich are notorious for evading taxes. So I feel like what Biden is doing would be more fair, you know, because like if he is increasing taxes for people who are more than $400,000 or higher, I feel like it would be more equal. But also, I feel like the tax could easily evade that as like sorry, the rich could easily evade that as well. If they found a loophole now, they might also find a loophole then. So, so it's just 
yeah. Um, my own personal opinion over his whole tax thing is I think taxes in middle class will increase because I feel I believe Biden is gonna remove Trump's um, his tax thing. Mm-hmm. And then Joe is going to increase taxes in 400k annual income and up. But then he's going to be getting more tax from middle class and lower class because of the tax break. And so the government's going to make a lot of money. But then again, we're going to be actually getting um, reform that we need. Yeah. Depending on Kamala. But (laughs) that's what I think. Yeah. Um, I definitely do have a preference over who wins. But... Ultimately, it's not just up to me. It's up to everybody. And like the Electoral College in 2016, this is according to New York Times, um, third party candidates like Gary Johnson and Jill Stein may have cost Mrs. Clinton, Michigan, but they almost certainly did not cost her the presidency. 4% of all voters in Michigan voted for Johnson or Stein. And in battleground states like Florida, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan, Clinton lost the votes to these third-party candidates because they exceeded Trump's margin of victory. So yes, our votes do matter. So like that's why I think this year a lot of people were actively saying, no, don't vote for a third-party candidate, even if, you know, like Biden's policies don't seem proper to you, or if you're not, or if you're not convinced with Biden, um, vote blue no matter who. So I feel like this year there might be a lesser chance of, you know, the same thing happening where like the third party takes up a major, a small majority of the votes. And it's also like a lot of people vote based off of who they dislike the most. It's like the lesser of the two evils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think for a lot of people, it's Joe. A lot of people like him a lot more because he hasn't been under a microscope for as long. Yeah, but also Biden's policies do benefit majority of Americans. Meanwhile, Trump's policies are focusing on like one portion. Uh, Like a Christian, like pro-life. So I actually had a conversation because I work at a church. Mm -hmm. Um, I had somebody come up to me. They're like, hey, so you're obviously voting for Trump, right? Because you're a Christian. And I was like, actually, I don't. So I kind of had to um, cut that story a little short because he did bring up some touchy subjects. And I can't really talk about that stuff. Basically, in conclusion, I think it'll... It'll be far from a landslide. It's going to be kind of like what we saw in 2016 with mm-hmm. Hillary and Trump. But in, in the end, I believe Joe Biden is going to win. Yeah. Um, I do have a preference on a candidate, like I mentioned before. However, I would have to say that in general, this is anyone's election. Like either Trump or Biden could win. Like I have no clue, honestly. Because in 2016, Hillary won the popular vote, but when it came to the electoral vote, Trump won. So 
you know, it, it totally depends. It depends on the independence. It depends on the people of various races, ethnicities, backgrounds, economic backgrounds, everything. Um, there's so many things that could influence this year's election. So I feel like it would be hard to call a certain candidate's election. So in conclusion, sorry, I went off on a tangent. But in conclusion, I think that Trump or Biden could be the winner of this election. I honestly don't know. Flip a coin, Serbi. Okay, I'll do that later. Actually, okay. should I do that now just to see? I got some. Heads or tails. You have to say who you think you're going to win so that we can have our reaction at the end. Yeah, so I'm going to say heads for Biden and tails for Trump. That they're going to win? Yeah. Okay. That was a fail. Heads. Okay, so Biden, that's who I think is, according to that coin, that coin just read my mind that Biden is going to win the election, guys. Yeah. See you tomorrow. y'all it is now the second segment of our recording it is 6:05 a.m where we are right now it's very cold and also oh i forgot to mention but today's date is not november 3rd it is actually november 4th yeah so we're looking at the results right now it's not like set results obviously there's still way for the paths to change, but we are looking at the major states that um, candidates have won, and now it's it's easier to see how it's going to go. Of the swing states, Georgia, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Florida, Iowa, Ohio, and Texas all went to Trump. Meanwhile, New Hampshire, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Nevada are all on Biden's side. Now, it is, again, worth noting that this is not the final election result. It's just the early voting and the, um, like, on-location ballots that have been counted so far, and some mail-ins, of course. But most of the mail-ins haven't been counted yet because of COVID. A bunch of people requested mail-in ballots. So the two I was looking at was Texas and Florida because those are, like, really big for electoral colleges. Yeah. And both of them have gone to Trump. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing a lot more blue states than we saw last year. So one thing that I noticed that was, like, very interesting to me was – hold on, I'm trying to find it. Oh, there were a few states that were uh, vote where there were significant amount of votes going to Kanye West. So, for example, in Vermont, thousand two hundred and sixty-five people voted for him. It was like five thousand people in Tennessee, right? Whoa, yeah, that number just increased. Now it is ten thousand two hundred and sixteen people in Tennessee voted for Kanye West. Ten thousand people. Yeah, that's a lot of people, bro. But also Joe Biden is leading behind significantly in Tennessee. It's 37.4% to Trump's 60.7%.
I've only seen like 40, 50 percentages, but then that one is probably the most drastic that I've seen with the 30 to 60%. Most of the other states, it's like very, very, very close. Like they're all behind by, like Trump and Biden are behind by each other state, like depending on state by like three or 4%. And some even by like point something percent. So um, in Kentucky, I think Kentucky is also one of the states where like Trump is leading significantly, where it's like 62.6% voted for Donald Trump, while 35.7% voted for Joe Biden. Well, crazy, man. Yeah. In California, Joe Biden won by 652 while Trump lost by 329 Okay. I did expect California and New York to get Joe I feel like that's just normal because it's a really high population of major cities and major cities tend to be more democratic. Like Dallas is interesting because even though it's a major city, it is more liberal in a sense, but the county, I feel like it's more divided. It's not set compared to New York City and LA. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is really interesting. But in New York, Biden is leading by 55.5%, while Trump is close behind by 43.3, which I think is very interesting because New York usually, like, they're also very, very Democrat, and usually, like, the Democrat vote is way higher than the Republican vote. Oh, yeah. Uh, this year, they're really close behind each other. And I will say that. On election day, I expected that Trump would be winning most, he would have most of the electoral votes, but Biden has most of the electoral votes. He also has a popular vote right now by like 1%. I feel like we can't really look at that and say Biden is winning because it's literally by like, what, three points? Yeah. Right now. It's by a few. Yeah, it's by a few. So currently, Joe Biden has 238 electoral votes, while Trump has 213. Yeah, so it's very, very close. It could be one state that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And as of right now, and by the way, like all the percentages and all the information that I'm getting right now are from like, if you just search up election on Google, you'll get all the results from Associated Press. And so... Nevada and Wisconsin are right now left-leaning, while Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Michigan are all Republican-leaning. Like, I hadn't predicted that Joe Biden would be winning the electoral votes on Election Day, to be honest. I thought that Trump would be winning the electoral votes, but then when the mail-ins were counted, I expected Biden to maybe catch up, and then it would be like a fair game. But right now, Joe Biden, without counting like majority of the mail-in votes, Joe Biden is already leading the electoral race. Maybe Joe Biden might win the election. That's my prediction, I guess. It was that, that coin I flipped. It set it into history. So I have now officially changed my prediction for who is going to win the 2020 presidential election of the United States. I feel like Joe Biden might actually win this election because I honestly did not expect him to have the majority electoral vote on election day, yet here he is. But Trump is not far behind, so if Trump does end up winning, I predict that it would be by a small margin. Just like we saw in the 2016 election where we thought Hillary had it and then yeah. 
there was Trump right at the end. Yeah, like people were literally preparing for Hillary to win. They were just like, oh yeah, Hillary's going to win this. But Hillary didn't win. And I think that that's what makes this election even more, more highly anticipated because this is honestly anyone's election. But I have a feeling, honestly, like if I'm being completely honest, I have a feeling that Biden might actually win because he did make an unexpected win yesterday, in my mind at least. Yeah. Michaela, who do you think is going to win? Do you still think that Biden is going to I still think Biden is going to win, even though I'm a little less sure of it. But I do believe that Biden will win because at this point, it really like, who's going to mail in ballots? I feel like it wouldn't be majority Trump supporters yeah because there's a statistic about it that i saw i don't know a lot about the statistic but it did say something about um democrats were more likely to mail in ballots comparatively to republicans those are our predictions for you guys we'll see what happens when we do get the results Unfortunately, we have now reached the end of today's rather intellectual episode of Breakfast Bar. And unfortunately, again, this is our last episode of this season. We really hope you guys enjoyed our episode so far and would like to thank you guys for tuning in. We put in a lot of time and effort into each and every episode, and it means a lot that we actually do have loyal listeners. But do not fret, breakfasters, like we said. This is just the end of this season, not the end of Breakfast Bar. We will be back soon with brand new, fun, and exciting episodes after a short while. Trust me, we will be back before you even know it. Again, this is Serby. And Michaela. Signing off for now. Bye. Bye. La, 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 yeah, yeah. Artless Music Licensing Reimagined.